This podcast is brought to you by jewishpodcasts.org. Start your very own podcast today at jewishpodcasts.org. Good night, Shabbos. Hope everyone is well. Baruch Hashem. We just finished. We just completed a beautiful yomtiv. We had sukkahs and chalamoid, shmini atzeres, simchas Torah. Beautiful, wonderful days of simcha. We fulfilled the the obligation of the Torah of v'samachta, hopefully to the highest possible way. And now we get back to business as usual. We get back to the regular schedule. We get back to the regular weeks, the regular Shabbosim. But we start the beginning over again, and that's part of the joy and the celebration as we begin again. We close the chapter of Sefer Devarim, and we open again this week with Sefer Bereshis. And although this week we only had a few days to study Parshas Bereshis, there is so much there for us to learn from, to gain from, and so much for us to take away from this week's Parsha. We're going to try to focus on one very, very important message in this week's Parsha. We all know in this week's Parsha, <coughs> the famous story of Adam and Chava, how we all know that the, the Aveira of eating from the Eitz Adah still plagues mankind until this day. The reason why there's such a concept of death in the world is attributed to the fact that Adam and Chava sinned with this Eitz Adah, and we all know the way the story is, this, is depicted in the Chumash, that Chava gave Adam to eat, and ultimately Adam sinned as well as Chav. They both sinned and therefore both were punished. And then after the Torah gives out the punishments and they're hefty punishments. As we all know, the punishment for Chava is is pain and suffering, difficulty with childbirth and pregnancy and Adam has the Klolo that he has to work hard on the field. And then the Torah ends off with a very, after that chapter of the Torah, the Torah ends off with a very interesting pasuk. The Torah tells us that Adam called his wife Chava he gave her a name, and the name he gave her was Chava. Why, says the Pasuk, She was the mother of all living kinds. So the Mepharshim are bothered by the question, first of all, why is the Torah telling us this now, and why the name Chava? What was so special about that name, that she was the mother of all living kinds? So Rav Pam points out such an important lesson, an interpersonal relationship, a specifically Shalom based relationship. He says, very often in life, we have people who do things wrong, they make mistakes, they hurt us, and we're upset, and we're, we have the right to be upset. We have the right to be frustrated. But there are a couple different ways to deal with it. One way is you can get cons- is continuously harp on it, and remind the person, and bear a grudge, and never let it go, and never forgive and forget. That's one way. And then says Ripam, there's another way. Where yes, the person made a mistake, yes, they were wrong, yes, they hurt you, yes, they did something wrong, but... You need to sometimes let it go. Move on. Allow forgiveness to take place. And try your best to forgive. Says Repam beautifully. If you think about it, Adam Arishan at this point was fuming at his wife Chava. In his mind, Chava was the reason for his downfall. In his mind, Chava did the most horrific sin. She caused him to eat from the Eitz Adas. Whether or not his claim was right or not is a different discussion. But in his mind, in Adam's mind, he viewed that Chava was the one who brought him down. Chava was the one who caused all this. Chava was the reason that he lost that perfect world, that utopic world of Gan Eden. You can imagine how angry, frustrated he was with his wife. Says Rav Pam, you know what, Avram, you know what Adam did? He didn't harp on it. He didn't keep on bringing it up. He didn't keep on throwing it back in her face. Instead, he gave her a glowing title. He gave her a beautiful name that she's the mother of all kind because we don't harp 
on mistakes that other people make, even if it directly affects our life. And that's why it says Rapam, why the Torah is telling us right over here. After all the clothes that Adam just got, that now he has to work for the rest of his life and he can't relax and he can't live in paradise. Says Adam, I'm going to call her Chavah. I'm not going to call her a bad name. I'm not going to give her a name that's going to associate her with the Avera for the rest of her life. No, I'm going to give her a glowing name, a beautiful name. Because I'm not going to harp on the mistakes of others. I'm not going to make sure they can never live down what they did. Yes, she made a mistake, and yes, we will move on. It's such an essential lesson in life. We have people that harp on other people's mistakes, and they never let go. They hold on to it forever and ever, and they're never going to be happy because they don't know how to let it go and forgive. And again, in Adam's mind, Chava did a very, 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 very powerful Aveira, very harmful Aveira in his mind. But the Torah is saying, Adam didn't let it bother him. And that's the next Pasuk. Right after this, Hashem gives clothing to Adam and Chava. Why? Again, says Rav Pam, because once Adam wasn't going to harp on the mistakes, Hashem wasn't going to either. Hashem said, oh, I see that you're willing to forgive Chava. You're not going to always remind her of her mistakes. I'm not going to remind you and let you walk around without clothing. I'm going to give you clothing. And Hashem gave Adam and Chava clothing because yes, they sinned. Yes, they erred. Yes, they made mistakes. But Hashem was not going to make them live live through it forever and constantly remind them and make them painful and be embarrassed because Hashem followed is showing us what Adam did was so correct sometimes in life we need to forgive we're coming off the Yom Tov Yom Kippur and we clapped al chait and we said Tvila Zaka and hopefully we meant it but there was a lot of time between then and now perhaps more people bothered us more people upset us people angered us spouses friends children parents Workmates, whatever. What's our attitude now? Our attitude is going to continuously harp on it? Never let it go? I'm going to hold it with me till next Yom Kippur? No. A person needs to let go and forgive and forget. Do not harp on someone's mistakes. Because we all make mistakes. We're human. We make mistakes. Other people make mistakes. Even mistakes that hurt us. At times in life, we need to let it go. And Rav Palm said this is a great piece of advice for Shalom Bayes, and of course it is, but it's true for all relationships that we have with human beings. All types of people in life are going to at some point hurt us. Hopefully not on purpose, and hopefully not so often, but they're going to hurt us. And if we're going to carry around that burden of pain forever, all that's going to happen is we're going to be unhappy people. We need to let go sometimes and forgive the mistakes and not harp and not continuously bring it up and throw it in their face and remind them over and over and over of their mistakes. I want to share with you a story that I've said before, but the story always motivates me to this idea. The story is said over by Yocheved Brockstein. Yocheved Brockstein is is more now known through her husband. She's the Rebetzin of Ephraim Goldberg, the noted Rav and speaker in Boca Raton, Florida. And she told over the following story when she was a youngster, when she was a single younger girl on visiting day in Camp Chedva. On visiting day in Camp Chedva, like many families have, not only did her parents come to visit her, but her grandparents as well came to visit her. So her father and mother came, as well as her father's father, her grandparents. And she was walking with her grandfather and father through the camp, normal, typical visiting day type of activity. And her grandfather passed another fellow that looked around the same age, a little his age, and they made her look a little bit of a nod and a, you know, acknowledgement, but no more than that. So her father asked his father, Yocheved's grandfather, uh, who is he? He said, ah, he's someone I know. Let's move on. 
And her father was pressing the grandfather. So, so why didn't you introduce me to him? Why didn't you tell me about him? Why don't we, you know, a little bit more of an informal greeting? He said, no, it's, it's okay. Let's move on. And this already piqued the interest of Yochevet's father to understand what was going on over here. So she kept, he kept impressing his father, Yochevet's grandfather, to understand what's going on over here. Tell me what's going on. So he told him the following story. He said, this fellow used to be my best friend pre-Holocaust. We were best friends together in Romania. We learned together. We worked together. We were very, very close. And as the Nazis were getting closer and closer, one day we were having a conversation about how we're going to deal with the Nazis. And I told him that I have reserved passports for myself, for my wife and my child and my in-laws. And I hid them in a certain place. And I told him that, I told him that because I felt it was safe and no one else was going to know about it. The next day when I came to the hiding spot of where I put those passports, the visas, they were gone. And my friend was gone. He took those for himself. So this Yochevet's father asks her father, how can you even look at him in the face? This man took your ticket to life and you ultimately ended up in the camps and you lost your wife and you lost your child and his family was safe. How can you not be so mad at him? So he said to his son, let it go. It was a different time. Things were difficult. I understand why he did what he did. You need to move on. If that Yid can find the place in his heart to move on, I don't know what other things people have done to us, but it's definitely not as bad as that. This fellow lost his wife and his child and his in-laws because his best friend took his visas that he told him in secrecy. And he didn't punch him when he saw him. He didn't kick him. He was cordial and moved on. And his answer is, you need to let go. That's where we're holding right now. We're holding now that we're going to come across people in life. They're going to do things that are going to hurt us. And they're going to affect us. And it's going to sting. It's going to hurt. It's going to be painful. But at some point, we need to let go. Because we asked of that from HaKadosh Baruch Hu. We spent Yom Kippur asking Hashem, forgive me. I sinned. Forgive. Why doesn't Hashem say, I'm sorry? No. You, you, you hurt me once. Forget it. Hashem, we ask, we plead, we beg, we demand of Hashem to forgive us. How can we not forgive others? And perhaps that's the connection to this week's parasha. As we closed the, the Yom Naroyim with Sukkot, and we closed the Yom Tov of Sukkot, and we say to ourselves, Hashem, give us a clean slate, but we need to give others a clean slate as well. Adam Arishan taught us that when someone hurts you, and someone hurt, and someone does something that really causes you pain, you, at some point you need to let it go. You can't constantly harp on it, especially if it's a spouse, especially if it's a close friend, especially if it's a family member. It's not the way to go. You need to let, you need to let it go at some point. You need to forgive, not necessarily forget, but forgive and move on. And that's such a powerful lesson as we open up Sefer Bereshit that Adam Marishan taught us in this week's parasha. That at some times, even amidst the pain, we need to be able to forgive. Mesh Hashem Baruch should see that we forgive each other. We let it go, the things that people do to us. And He too will forgive all our sins. And He will understand how hard we are working to get along with each other. And we're trying to make it as best as we can. HaKadosh Baruch Hu should send us the Siyata Deshmaya. HaKadosh Baruch Hu should give us all lives full of bracha, a life full of slicha v'kapar, that we should continue that that feeling of, of post-Yom Kippur throughout the entire year, where Hashem should forgive us, and we in return will forgive others. Have a wonderful Shabbos.